With a country divided, the republic at risk, and morality being redefined, it's time to gather around the campfire, get back to basics, and spark the revival that this country so desperately needs. This is the American Campfire Revival with Kirk Cameron. What I want more than anything for my kids is to live in a world that's free, and I want my kids to have a heart that catches fire for the things of God. I know, however, that that will not happen short of revival. And revival isn't just a resurgence of religion. Revival is nothing less than the family of God coming to a place of wholesale turning around, of wholehearted repentance, turning away from what we know is wrong everything from the things we do that are wrong to the things that we know we're failing to do that are right. And turning our whole heart back to God, recognizing our, our dependence upon God and in humility, asking God to show us mercy and fill us with courage and a hunger for what is right and good and then charging forward, being willing to sacrifice our comforts and conveniences in order to procure and secure those things that please and honor God, knowing that it will also result in our blessing as a byproduct. But the primary goal is to honor and to obey and to please the loving creator who made us and gave us this world. So my wife has a saying that she would always teach our kids that I wanted to share with you tonight because it's really applicable to what's going on in our world today. And she would say, Kids, you know how you, you walk into a room and it's, it's dark and it can be a little scary at first because you can't see, but if you stay there long enough, your, your eyes will eventually adjust and you will be able to see. And as your eyes adjust, it then becomes not so dark and you're able to adapt and deal with that. And somebody else comes into the room and they go, oh, it's so dark. I can't see. Just say, they say, no, it's not. They say, it's not so dark. Why do you think it's so dark? Well, the truth is, it, it is pretty dark, but they've gotten used to it. And so what seems to be dark and scary to some people is not so dark and scary to other people because they've gotten used to the darkness. In the very beginning, God created the world. And he created the heavens and the earth, and it was formless, and it was void, the Bible says. And then God said, let there be light. And he saw the light and he saw that it was good and he separated the light from the darkness. And Jesus said in the book of John chapter one that the darkness could not extinguish the light. The darkness did not overcome it, the light. Look at this fire right here. I got a lot of darkness around me. There's a lot of darkness. We're coming into winter time. There's not nearly as much light. The clouds are covering the stars. There's not much moonlight at all, but that light right there cannot be extinguished no matter how intense, no matter how much darkness is around it. And that should give you and me great hope. You see, the way I see it, we are being conditioned to get used to a lot of darkness and call it our new normal in our culture right now. 
you and I have been trained over the last 18 months to two years to get used to not going to work because it's not safe. You and I have been trained to not have our kids go to school. We were trained to not go to church and gather as the family of faith. We were trained to stay away from one another. We were trained to stay locked up in our homes. We've gotten used to that and we sort of have to, it's normal to want to adjust to darkness and call it new normal. And say it's not that dark, even though it is. We've been trained to watch the economy plummet. We've been trained to see prices rising, understanding that inflation is about to skyrocket. We've seen supply chains break down. And now it can take months to be able to go get a new sofa for your house or to have Christmas presents delivered from overseas because there's no workers. We're seeing tens of thousands of doctors and nurses and military workers getting fired or quitting. That is very dangerous to the essential services needed to preserve our free nation and our health, but it's being presented as though it's the new normal and that it's better. You see, our, the eyes of our heart and mind are being trained to get used to a new darkness. And I say that that's very, very dangerous. Instead, we ought to do what God does when he sees darkness, he turns on the lights. He says, let there be light. Jesus said that the light cannot be extinguished no matter how much darkness surrounds it. That encourages me as a member of the family of faith because Jesus said, you are the light of the world. That means I have a light within me that is stronger than the darkness outside of me. And though I don't, I can't see everything that is in the darkness around me, there is one who is keeping watch over the good and the evil. And he sees what happens in the darkness. He anticipates it. And he says, you are the light of the world. In fact, Jesus said this. Jesus said, you are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hidden. Have you ever seen a city built on a hill and what it looks like at nighttime? I remember seeing that in Italy, in these little towns in Umbria and uh, Tuscany. And you'd see a city on a hill and and it was like the North Star. It it was always there. It it was always shining. And it it, it served as a a bit of a North Star. It served as a compass. And, And you can't hide it. In fact, the darkness only accentuates the goodness of the light. And you go to the light. And he said, neither do people light a a lamp and put it underneath a bowl. Instead, how silly would that be, by the way? I light candles all the time. How silly would it be for me to 
light a candle and then put a bowl or a basket over the top of it that would, that would defeat the entire purpose. Instead, you put it on a lampstand so that it gives light to everyone in the house. And he said, in the same way, let your light shine. That's the light of God, the light of heaven, the light of Christ that is in you when you come to him by faith and you surrender your life, trust, rely, and depend on him to forgive you of your sin and change you into the kind of person he created you to be. And that is a a shining light kind of a person, not an absorbing darkness kind of person. If you feel you're surrounded and being suffocated by darkness and you're looking for the light, you're looking in the wrong places. God's spirit in you is the light. And he says, let your light shine before men so that it gives light to everyone in the house and that they may see your good deeds and praise your father in heaven. You see, That's what our founders understood who gave us this country. They wanted our country to be a city set on a hill that would shine its light to all the nations of the world so that people would see that there is a good place that I can come that is free where people view one another as equal in the eyes of God. Hey guys, it's Kirk here. Did you know that another option to traditional insurance even exists out there? I get that it may come as a surprise since we're so conditioned to think traditional insurance is our only option, but that's simply not true. My family has been using Christian healthcare ministries over the last several years, and I cannot recommend them enough to other like-minded believers looking to do things differently than what we've been told to do. CHM is the faith-based alternative to insurance. And most importantly, with CHM, we know that our money is going to help other fellow Christians when they're in need. And this is how we like to steward our dollars when it comes to healthcare. Are you tired of your healthcare the same old way and want to do things the better way? I highly recommend you start by checking out CHM and see if this is an option that could work for your family's healthcare. It does for ours. It's not harder, but it's different in the best way. Learn more today by visiting chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. Again, that's chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. Whether you're male or female, black or white, whether you're rich or poor, And that even the king is no better. Even the queen is no more important than the lowliest person on the economic totem pole. And that to occupy positions of leadership in politics and government is to occupy the place of a servant. Jesus didn't come to be served. He said, as the God of the universe, he humbles himself and comes to serve. And that's how they see our government positions as positions of service of the people. And when that gets out of whack, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, we're experiencing darkness. Don't get used to the darkness. Don't let your eyes adjust to a new normal that lacks light. Instead, let your light shine 
so brightly by the good by speaking the truth when you see lies by not getting angry and sullen and agitated at people like we see happening around us see they're succumbing to the darkness let your light shine and speak words of kindness and compassion and 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 speak of things that are true and beautiful and good and help one another and stand for what is right and when you see your neighbor in danger help them if they don't get it if they're not seeing the bigger picture help to shine the light by caring for them and share the information that you know so that so that as you're educated you can share that knowledge with other people and my great confidence is that darkness cannot extinguish the light i'm beginning to see people let their light shine more and more and no matter how dark things get they're trusting in the god whose eyes are searching to and fro across the whole earth showing himself loyal on behalf of those whose hearts are fully committed to him he separates light from darkness and there's a darkness right now that is separating parents from children there is a darkness right now that is separating husbands from wives and good friends from one another we as the family of faith must stay united and we stay united by not succumbing to the darkness if you're watching the news so much that it's filling your head and your heart with so much darkness that you're feeling depressed and overwhelmed and without hope and you are falling into a pit of despair stop and remember that god said let there be light and you are the light so instead of feeding on a steady diet of dark depression depression depressing doubt forming news headlines begin to feed on the word of god which is a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path read god's word read psalm 23 read psalm 103 read the sermon on the mount and learn that god is in the business of shining light into dark places and the primary light that is going to be shining is the power of heaven working in the heart of you and me speaking about that which is true and beautiful and good and when you do that here's the great news god is empowering that program to give light to everyone in the house everyone in your house everyone in our national house and as we collectively speak of things that are true and expose the darkness and things that are beautiful and expose what is ugly and hideously dark and demonic and we speak of what is beautiful and that is loving god and loving our neighbor and him setting us free and breaking the chains of selfishness and greed and control it gives light to our neighbors who don't see 
It gives light to our family members who are still trapped in the darkness thinking that it's the new normal. And then maybe, by God's grace, they get eyes to see. And they get filled with with the light of truth that begins to shine from them. And when they begin to shine and, and give light to those in their house, and they have eyes to see and have light that begins to shine, and that begins to spread family to family and friend to friend and county and state to state, that's when we begin to see revival. When we recognize that the greatest darkness in the world is really not out there, it's in here, it's in my own heart, and I can cry out to God because it's dawned on me that until I become filled with light, my nation will remain in darkness, and I say, oh God, forgive me of my sin. Oh God, make me the person you created me to be. Open my eyes, help me to see Help me to love my family first and then begin to love my neighbors, even the people that think differently from me. Give me courage to stand against the darkness that I know is destructive and demonic. Even if that means I need to go find a new job, even if that means I need to move to a new state and leave the home and the family that I love, even if this means that in order for me to save my marriage, if it means that I need to make some drastic changes in order to salvage relationships with my family, God, help me to do what's right. Help me to do what's good and not cave to political pressure or medical pressure or governmental coercion. Help me not to have pie in the sky, religious hopes, but steak on the plate, the, the, the real sustenance that is going to get me through this challenging time. And God, give me joy knowing that you're all about the light and that darkness is on its way out because Jesus defeated darkness and death and hell when he died on the cross and he rose from the grave. And now darkness is on its heels and the devil is a defeated foe slinking his way off into the lake of fire, screaming and howling and trying to scare and to control as many as is possible. Dear God, we pray that as, as the true light that gives light to every man, that you would open the eyes of the blind our blind family members and friends who need to see the light. Help them see the light of your love and then the light of truth of what's going on in your world so that together we can collectively shine light to our entire nation and to the world. Our hope is in your power working in the family of faith. God, we have a big responsibility. And we understand it takes supernatural strength and help don't let us fall into despair. Fill us with hope and courage so that we can do what you've called us to do at this time. We were born for such a time as this. Thank you, dear God. Show us what to do. Sh show us what we need to see. Tell us what we need to hear. And give us each an assignment according to our gifts and talents and abilities. 
we want to see revival and we want to be in the center of it. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the American Campfire Revival Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you'd like to learn more and join the movement, visit KirkCameron.com.